1: And this reporter said that Graham's response was, you know, actually, to be honest, I think maybe he's just a little bit intimidated by me. (laughs) You know, it's fascinating, guys, to see the reaction of the world to people who really do know God. And do you understand that people can tell? People can tell. When you really have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know him people can tell they pick up on it
0: does it show that you spend time with God in today's message from pastor Robert he teaches us that when we have a relationship with the Lord people can tell they might not fully understand what it is but they notice something different about us so share the light of Christ you carry to the world stick around after today's message from pastor Robert I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address podcast subscription information and our contact information now here's Pastor Robert in the Book of Acts, chapter 26, with today's message.
2: His love is the
1: they won't go up and down with the stock market. Do you understand? Or you know, you know, with the value, like the real estate value. You know, I mean, there are people that ended up, you know, borrowing. An extra, you know, $100,000 against their house, and now that, you know, the, the value of the house is dropped. You don't have to worry about that if your treasures are in heaven. They don't go down. They don't lose value. They'll be there forever. You have an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in Jesus. Therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, he says in verse 19, but declared first to those in Damascus and in Jerusalem and throughout all the region of Judea, and then to the Gentiles. That they should repent. What does that mean? He tells you right here. Turn to God and do works befitting repentance. Stop living for yourself and start following Jesus. That's what it says. For these reasons, the Jews seized me. In the temple and tried to kill me. Therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day I stand witnessing both to small and great, saying no other things than those which the prophets and Moses said would come, that the Christ would suffer, that he would be the first to rise from the dead and would proclaim light to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. Now, as he thus made his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you're beside yourself. Much learning is driving you mad. The governor says, you've lost it. You're nuts. You've, you're crazy. Paul said, I'm not mad, most noble Festus, but speak the words of truth and reason. Paul said to the governor, I'm the sanest man you've ever met. That is so cool. This confrontation between heaven and earth. And only Paul really was aware of what was taking place. But Paul knew. Paul knew. No, I'm not nuts. I'm probably the sanest person you've ever met. Look at verse 26. It gets better. For the king, before whom I also speak freely, knows these things. I think at this point, he turns and makes eye contact with Agrippa. For I am convinced that none of these things escapes his attention since this thing was not done. In a corner. What thing? The crucifixion, the resurrection. This all is like this is all out in the open. King Agrippa knows what I'm talking about. And then look at verse 27. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you do believe. Think about it. Who's on trial now? There's Paul, still in chains, looking around, makes eye contact with King Agrippa. Do you believe the prophets? I know you do. I know you do. Then Agrippa said to Paul, you almost persuade me to become a Christian. And Paul said, "I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me today, might become both almost and altogether such as I am, except for these chains." Think about it, man. This was, you know, they're confronting Paul. You know, they're going to find something to accuse him of. And and Paul says, "Oh man, this is great. Look at this audience. I got all of the most influential people in Caesarea. I've got the king. I've got the governor. Oh, thank you, Lord." And he just puts it out there. He just sees an opportunity to preach the gospel one more time. And he does without reservation. When he'd said these things, the king stood up as well as the governor and Bernice and those who sat with them. And when they'd gone aside, they talked among themselves. I bet they did. Can you believe this guy? Saying this man is doing nothing deserving of death or change. Then Agrippa said to Festus, this man might have been set free if he'd not appealed to Caesar. Almost. You know, I was given a book this past week about Billy Graham and the presidents and the involvement there, and and you know over the decades, Billy Graham's interaction with the leaders of our nation, and and regarding his relationship with Lyndon Johnson, he, they were close friends. Apparently, Billy Graham pretty much every year spent time at the White House during the Johnson administration. He'd go there, he you know with with his wife and and spend a weekend at times and they'd swim together and you know just close friendship and a, a reporter asked him at one point because you know president johnson was an imposing is a big man texan leader of, of of the free world you know and and a reporter asked billy graham you know is it intimidating to be with him i mean aren't you just a little bit intimidated by president johnson And this reporter said that Graham's response was, you know, actually, to be honest, I think maybe he's just a little bit intimidated by me. (laughs) You know, it's fascinating, guys, to see the reaction of the world to people who really do know God. And do you understand that people can tell? People can tell. When you really have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know him. People can tell. They pick up on it. There's a there's a little a little catchword these days that I really love. You know, yeah, dude's really authentic. He's real. When you know God, people won't know what to do with you. They didn't know what to do with Paul. Because Paul wasn't intimidated by them. He wasn't intimidated by all of their splendor. He wasn't intimidated by all of their power. He wasn't intimidated by the setting. He actually demanded to go present his case to caesar in rome they really didn't know how to handle it i think they were intimidated by this man because he knew god and they knew they 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 wouldn't have worded it that way but they knew something was different you know i've shared with most of you my testimony you know when i was a young man and and my mom's younger sister came to know jesus christ and and i began to see it i'd grown up in a religious family but this wasn't religion this wasn't about rituals it wasn't about symbols it wasn't it was just a it sounded like she was meeting god for coffee every morning and i wanted to know about that didn't understand it i didn't have a box to put it in you know i couldn't really you know figure it out exactly but i i knew that it was real it wasn't for show it was authentic and and i i was baffled by it i was intimidated by it agrippa He said, I I almost, you almost persuade me. You almost convince me I should become a Christian. Almost. That's like saying that bomb almost didn't explode. Do you understand? When we stand face to face with Jesus, (laughs) as we all will, every every human being alive is one day going to stand face to face with God. Face to face with the lamb who was slain before the foundations. Of the world that that's the way Jesus is referred to we're all going to stand face to face with him and, and when you come to him and 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 you present all of your excuses and and you talk about how many times you went to church and all of the different things that you did, Jesus himself actually says you know that his response to many people on that day is going to be, "I never knew you we, we don't have any relationship. Depart from me I, I never knew you, I never knew you." He's not going to be interested in how many times you went to confession or how many times you read your Bible even or how many times you went to church. What he's what he's interested in is is the relationship relationship. Paul's message was turn from following your own appetites and desires and just doing whatever you want and actually turn to God. Because of what Jesus has accomplished on the cross, because of the fact that he's paid already the penalty for your sin. That's all that you need to do is just turn from that to God and start following. Jesus said, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. When he took up his cross, he denied his own will. Not my will, but yours. I'm, I'm your plan. I'm going to work your plan. I'm going to follow your direction. And he says, you you, have, you need to do the same thing. You know, when I when I was a young Christian, I heard a lot about people having Jesus as Savior but not as Lord. Do you realize you don't find that anywhere in the Bible? It, it, it doesn't work. Because he only saves those who come to him in humility and sincerity. And if you come to him in in humility and sincerity, if you come in repentance, you're turning from your own way to him. He is the master. He doesn't change to suit you. He is Lord. And you come to him on his terms.
0: Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy.
2: We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is! We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves